Welcome to the Playing Injured Podcast, where we have conversations to help people turn their adversity into their advantage. Anywhere you want to go. Recording in progress. Welcome to another episode of Playing Injured. Um, I'm, I'm real, I'm real excited for today's episode, actually, because I, I know it'll be fun. It'll be very conversational, value-packed. Uh, but I'm here with Brimstone. Uh, he has 40 years of, of entertainment indus- industry experience, and he's a serial entrepreneur doing so much. Uh, so Brimstone, I appreciate you coming on. Finally, Brimstone has made it to playing injured with my boy, Josh <laughs> Dillingham. It's going to be off the hook. We're going to have a good time. We're going to get down and dirty and gritty and speak about everything you want to speak about. And I'm psyched, brother. I'm psyched. With a smile across from me, makes me happy. So let's do this. I'm ready to go. I love it. I love it. That's that's the best intro we've had when, when I brought people <laughs> on. So I, I know everybody's going to be picking their ears out. But man. Like I said, you're doing a ton. You've done a ton in your lifetime. Um, so I would love to start off by asking you, who are you today and how do you spend your time today? Who, who, who am I today? What did I do today or in general? Like, what, what, what did I do nope, today? Nope. Today as in now, as in time, present moment, not actual today, but who okay. are you? And, general, and I want you as a person. Yeah, as in general, as a person, and I want you to share everything. So, all right. I mean, look, I, to be completely honest, I'm the same person I was 20 years ago. Um, maybe a couple of things here and there have changed, you know, but one thing that that I, I like to be is connected, connected to, um, you know, the people. I, I hate to, you know, have that title of celebrity and not be connected to, you know, the people who got me to where I am. So, yeah. you know, the, the big thing about me is I like to be unapologetic, unapologetically authentic. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's who I am. I mean, there's, you know, I do a lot of things. That's great. But, but, you know, I am me and, and you know what I mean? And, and, and I hope that, yeah. that my authenticness comes out when I speak and, and when I do things and, you know, and in my work, you know, so that I hope that answers everything in a nutshell. Yeah. 100%. And, and talk about, and, and that kind of leads where to where I want to go. Right. Being authentically you and who you are, um, you can get judged. You in particular can oh, get yeah. judged by, hey, you could tell you have a lot of energy. You're different than others, but that's exciting. Yep. But it can come across and people can judge you just like me as a black male. I can get judged. I, I, I got crazy hair. Hold on um, a minute. You're black. I didn't know that. Hold <laughs> on a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> no but you're absolutely right absolutely but, right so so i i can relate to you just in a different yes. way maybe i'm yes. judged differently than you are being judged but we can relate right so we would love to hear how you you didn't let that hold you back or you continue you continue to not let that hold you back from chasing those opportunities and taking advantage of opportunities that you've had in your life well, one big thing that I always I always say, and 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 it's funny because when, when you say you know you're judged and and people do 
very, very normally judge books by their covers. Um, they don't get yeah. to read the story within and, and, you know, sometimes they'll just, uh, you know, just take a look and go, oh, I'm not interested. It happens all the time. And it's funny how many people, um, you know, just even, even, you know, in, in terms of bringing me on as a guest or, or having a conversation with me that, you know, they already have preconceived notions. Oh, he's a former wrestler. And, oh, yeah. and, you know, he's got long hair and earrings and, and where's those skull things on his fingers. And he's got a beard and, you know, man, oh, he can't talk. He can't, you know, you know what, at the end of the day, some of them turn around and go, well, let's give it a shot anyway. And go, man, you one of the best guests we've ever had. Yeah. Because you couldn't, you shouldn't ever judge a book by, by their cover. Um, Cause you never know what you're going to get inside. And, and the fact is, is that, um, you know, it's, it's a really sad thing that um, in, in this day and age, after all these years that there's still, you know, prejudice and, and, and racism and so forth, that's so rampant in this world. I yeah. grew up, you know, to, to just to get back onto what you were talking about, you know, two seconds ago where, you know, you're black, you look different, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, I was the only white kid growing up in an all black neighborhood. So yeah. what do you call it? I grew up in Uniondale, New York. Funny enough, this past week, I had my buddy, uh, C. Boogie Brown from Leaders of the New School, uh, just was on my show, the Grindhouse Radio. And, uh, you know, Brown and I were sitting and, and talking and, and he was like, yeah, you know, Brim was one of the only white kids in the neighborhood. And, you know, but he was down <laughs> with everybody. And we didn't see color then. You know what I mean? We didn't see color, especially as kids. You're not you're you don't you know, you don't come out of the womb. Uh, you know, racist, you know, you come, you, you know, everybody's equal. And as kids, we all see each other, you know, as equals, it's just, it's learned, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's sad that it's still out there and that people still judge people uh, by the color of their skin, by the way they look and so forth. Now for me, um, you know, being that I grew up in that type of a neighborhood, you know, I saw all the, the, the things that were going on. I saw, you know, um, everything that, that there is a problem with, you know, still to this day that you and I know, and, has been rampant in the news for, for years. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so for me, it was, you know, like I always took that as like, you know, these, this is, these people are just like me. I'm just like them. And, you know, this could happen to me just as easily as it, as it does happen to them simply because I was there. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've seen it, I watched it, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, even I've even gone through it when I was a kid, you know, um, being a white kid and walking in, in a neighborhood where, you know, some kids, you know, they're older and, and, you know, old school. And, you know, you see a white kid walking in the neighborhood and they, you, they want to jump you. One hundred percent. You're from Chi-Town. You get it. You yeah. know, what do you call it? And, um, but, but, you know, I grew up, like I said, um, everybody was e equal to me. You know, I, I never thought of myself as, as, you know, better than anybody else. And, um, and I still to this day feel the same way. And, and now at the end of the day, you know, moving forward, you know, being judged, I'm so, I got so used to it over the years. I've had so many people that, you know, either, um, either they didn't like the fact that I'm big, I'm loud, I'm boisterous. I can sit and, and hold conversations. I can sit and make sure to, 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 I can control a room. I can make things happen. And people are intimidated by that. It's not even that, that, you know, they don't like me because they, they, um, <laughs> It's more so they don't like me because they they can't do what I do, and um, you know, and they're intimidated by that. But instead of learning how to do it themselves, they you know come at somebody who who they just don't understand, and right. um, you know, it it all kind of goes hand in hand. You know what I mean with these these people and their mentalities? It's all about how you're brought up and all about the people that you surround yourself with. 
Um, you know, if, if I'm in, I've been in many situations where I've been, uh, attached to people that, you know, I'm, I'm sitting and, and rowing and they're d- drilling holes in the boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, right. because, you know, you know, they, they, you know, uh, were intimidated by my success, you know, mm. but if they worked just as hard as I did or worked twice as hard or three times harder than, than they were working, they would be just as successful as I would you know, was being, and we would all do it together. And I'm a big, big believer in bringing people up with me and making things happen together. Am I making 100%, 100%, 100%. sense? You know? So, you know, like here, for example, grindhouse radio, um, you know, my, my partners in the grindhouse radio started out as my interns, you know what I mean? For another company yeah. that I have Hound comics Inc. And what do you call it? And now they're partners of mine and they're, you know, known worldwide. They, you know, they're, they're on the show with me and uh, they own the business with me. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's all about bringing people up. Why would you want to bring people down? You know, there's no reason for it. What, what positive, what kind of positive thing does it do for any human being to drag somebody down? You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about playing injured, hell man, I've been playing injured for years because I have yeah. never had it easy ever, ever. Yeah. And anytime I take 10 steps forward, you know, somebody goes and tries to take out my knee, you know what I mean? And then I have 100%. to get back up again and then I'll yeah. take another five steps forward. And then somebody's going to take out my other knee and then I got to yeah. get up again. And then they took a, 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 you know, a sucker shot to the back of my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That, and that's how it is. But bro, I'm a fighter. I've always been a fighter. I came from the streets. I don't give a damn, you know, about, about, you know, anybody else and what they think, what they say. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I do me and, and that's good enough for, for myself. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I don't, I hope yeah. I'm making sense. No, 100%. I, I think we can pull a lot out of there. It's just like you, cause I've heard you can't have a inferiority complex. No. If Thick you skin. don't, yeah, if you, you can't have an inferiority complex, if you don't see yourself as better than other people, if you see, right. you said, I see myself equal to others. So mm-hmm. that therefore you don't get intimidated by others when they judge you. Right. Right. So you show love to others. So you expect to be felt, you, you don't judge others. So others, you don't expect others to judge you. Right. And so that's the mindset I give people is like, Hey, yeah. People, if you're judging people, you're going to feel like others are judging you when they may not even be judging you in the first place. They yeah. may be judging you. You may have people who do judge you, but all you can control is what you can control. And that's for mm-hmm. you to not judge others, for you to continue to walk and have confidence in yourself. And mm-hmm. it should come universally back to you. Yep, absolutely. I am. 100%. I am 100 percent. I'm 100 percent, you know, for for treating everybody kindly. Um, it's just, but that's not the world we live in. It's, it's really sad. It's not the yeah. world we live in. Everybody has something to say. And you know, what's crazy is, you know, again, I'm old school. So you said you, you, you told everybody how old I am. So, <laughs> so, you know, being, being 46, a matter of fact, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be 47. And, uh, what do you call it? Basically, uh, you know, I've seen over the years, I didn't have internet when I was growing up, you know right. what I mean? And what, what really was, was bad is that, you know, over, over the years with the internet, you know, you start seeing these, these trends of people just being so crappy to one another, Yeah, talking, man. talking down to one another, speaking to people like the dirt, you know, talking smack, but, Oh my Lord, what do you call it? Um, I just saw online the other day. I, I don't know the guy cause I don't watch baseball, but I saw, 
the Stroh, is that his name? A baseball player on the Mets or something? Uh, Strope. It might be Strope. Maybe. I think he's like the pitcher, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know. But what do you call it? Let me see. The dude is getting shredded. People are sending these awful freaking, you know, messages on Twitter. And like, it's like, dude, why? You have nothing better to do with your day than to sit and to 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 speak to people like that. Like, who, you know, like, why? You know, I like, yeah. like I said, I have thick skin. When you go on the Internet, you're either going to p- find people that love me. Or you're going to p- find people that hate me and find people that talk smack and pretend to be me or whatever it is. You know, it, it, that just comes with the game. You know what I mean? That's part of the game. And when people, you're going to have people that love you and you're going to have people that can't stand you and they hate you. Why they can't stand you or hate you, who knows? But for the most part, it's it's usually people that, you know, they're just upset with their, themselves and they're, yeah. they're, they can't go out and do the things you do, you know, and, and therefore they sit and they, you know, talk smack project. about it. Yeah. yeah. The same they thing project. with you. Josh, you know, people are people probably jealous because you're out there, you're doing your thing, you're running your show, you know, you've got good guests, you go and you're, you're, you can find you anywhere on the internet. So I'm sure you have people that go, oh man, you know, oh, his show sucks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he shouldn't be doing the show. Who is he? Who does he think he, but that's how people are. And it's, and it's disgusting that, that people are like that. 100%. I think, um, like you said, we have access to everything and we have mm. the internet and different things like that. And so you see a lot of people projecting the way they feel onto others. And so you see people that aren't excited to see others win. A lot right. of times we see people who are um, looking forward to see people lose so they can laugh at them so that they right. can feel better themselves. Right. Instead of <laughs> right. being excited to see people win and see yeah. people do great things. Yeah. Um, that that's that's what it, that that's what's is what it's all about, and I think a lot of people get attracted by negativity, and um, it is human nature for for people to project. Um, right. But we have to fight that, you know. We have to fight that. Absolutely. It, you know what? If if what do you call it? Um, if people were for me, like I don't consider anybody my competition. I'm my own yeah. person. I'm my own brand. I'm my own yeah. you know my own entity. I have no competition. You don't do the same thing that I do. I don't do the same thing you do. Right. You, don't, you know, so I have, I have no, why do I care? Why am I going to sit and t- take, you know, and, and uh, talk down on anybody? Yeah. You know, now, now there are certain actors out there that I'm like, yeah, I really don't like the way they acted in this movie, whatever, but I'm not sitting and saying, oh, this guy's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, oh, he shouldn't ever work again. Uh, well, except for a couple of people, there might be, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you know, like I might joke around like here and there to my family, you know, or, or on air because I'm being, you know, boasty on, on air because that's just, you know, the, the, the persona, but, um, you know, I'll always flip it around and go, I'm just joking. You know, I'm kidding. And yeah. People know that I'm joking around. I mean, hell, I mean, I, I, ripped apart not ripped apart but i talked smack about carol baskin you know for the better part of a year and then you know and then said you know what i can't talk about somebody if i don't know them personally and i called her up and i had to come on my show and she was on the on, on air with me and i was like afterwards i said i don't care sweetest woman i've ever spoken with i can't <laughs> to be completely blunt you know and my wife laughs at me because usually it's the people that i'm like Oh, I really can't stand this guy on, you know, like I can't stand them on, on the show or this or that and the next thing. And then all of a sudden we're signing with each other at a convention. And my wife's like, 
like, oh, how's the show? I'm like, yeah, well, I'm friends with X, Y, and Z. She's like, oh, didn't you hate that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's a great person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I'll, I'll always give people the opportunity. And, um, you know, again, you can't judge a book by the cover. And what you're watching on television or uh, on, on, on movies or on the radio or in podcasts or whatever it is, that's not the real person. You know what I mean? You're, you're watching a character being. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's good to get to know and get to to meet people and see people in their, um, you know, just regular like you and I here right now. You know, I, I think 100%. this is real. It's gritty. You know what I mean? And you get to know the people that that you're watching on on television or or hearing on air. Or, you know what I mean? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I love it. So so take us back because um, you've been in entertainment for forty years, and you say mm-hmm. you'll be forty seven. So that means you were a child actor. Yes. Right. So, yes, take us take us through that. Take us through um, what that was like early childhood and, and being kind of in the limelight. So I I started um, my career. I'm sorry, the mosquitoes are out today. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? So I started my career um, on Sesame Street and Romper Room. And uh, what do you call it? You know, I was I was really little at that time. So I don't remember a tremendous amount of stuff from either of the shows more so. I remember Sesame Street than I did Romper Room. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was um, it was a really good experience because I, I had the opportunity to be on set and, uh, you know, and and be there and be in it. And, um, you know, it was my earliest credits. And, um, you know, my uh, my mother, little little bit else to me, I didn't know until like literally a month or two ago uh, that I I was obviously very well represented when I was a kid. I had a bunch of different agents. My, my wife and my son had found, uh, while we were cleaning out my mother's old house, they found a whole bunch of different contracts for different agents for me as a, as a child actor, which was really, really interesting to see because I'm like, wow, I don't have that many agents now. <laughs> I, I got to go backwards in time. I got to go, 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 go get some more work. Uh, but no, uh, that being said, you know, I, um, what I, what I remember is, you know, uh, a couple things on set for Sesame street, a touch from romper room. And then, um, you know, I remember going to auditions and doing reads for uh, rice crispy treats, a one steak sauce, and a couple other things here and there. Um, and then, and then my, my parents were getting divorced. So I kind of, you know, stopped everything in entertainment for that minute. Um, because my mom and my father had issues with, you know, um, visitation days and yada, yada, yada. So this way, you know, everything kind of stopped, you know, at that point. Um, and then I picked it up a little bit later on, you know, when I started drumming, you know, and um, that became my my first real, my first real love in terms of, of entertainment. And that's when I knew I was like, oh, I want to be a rock star. I want to be somebody that people pay attention to and, and watch and be a role model and yada, 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 and all that jazz. And here I am, you know, this many years later um, and I'm still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so, what would you say kind of the challenges with that was of being, I would say being in a limelight, being in front of people. Um, is it as great as what it seems first off? And also to what are the challenges behind that? What are some like playing injured moments going through that? Well, you know, look, it is for me personally, and it's different for everybody. For me personally, I love being entertainment. I love being in entertainment. I love working for myself. I love being my own brand. I love being Brimstone 24-7. Um, you know, I at, at this point in my life, I could not ever see myself working 
you know, a nine to five for somebody else and, and building their business, you know what I mean? And their dreams, 100%. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, you know, and the thing with, with being in entertainment though is, and what a lot of people don't know and they don't understand, um, everybody seems to think, Oh, you're playing games. You get to go and you have fun all the time and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. They said you're working, especially when you don't have a, a, a you know, a, a regular nine to five on top of your entertainment stuff. You know, uh, you know, like I'm running different businesses. I'm doing different side hustles. I've got, you know, a, a ton of different things, all different elements that I'm doing, uh, every other day. And, um, you know, it, it's not, it's not easy to balance all of that, you know, and, and, and still have a family, you know what I mean? That, that teeters on wanting to kill you because you don't have enough time to spend sometimes. So, uh-huh. you know, like at the end of the day, um, you know, another thing that is, is, um, something that people don't, don't really, you know, realize and, and understand is that, um, being in entertainment and outside of entertainment is that you're in peaks and valleys. You know what I mean? There's peaks and valleys whether that, that, that has to do with work in general. It also has to do with income. You know what I mean? So you can, you can go for, you know, months without getting a job. You can go for months without getting a paycheck. Um, you know, I can go for, for weeks or months without getting a paycheck. And then what do you call it? And then I do get a check and I make more than what somebody makes in a couple of years. You know what I mean? Right. So, it, you know, it, it all balances out. But that's because I'm hustling. That's because I'm out there and I'm working. You know what I mean? Other people seem to think that, you know, it's all fun and games. No, man, I work. I work my ass off. I work 10 times harder than anybody that that is is uh, out there doing a nine to five. No, no offense to you if you work a nine to five, but I don't work a nine to five. I work a nine to eight forty five. You know what I mean? Like because <laughs> I'm working almost 24 hours a day sometimes. Now, do I take a break? Every once in a while, I take a break. Like right now. Um, you know, I have, I've, I'm, I'm just about to start a new television series and, uh, I have a couple other things that I'm doing. Um, you know, so I'm, I, I have a, a little bit of time that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just taking a step away from, um, my regular everyday business with Brian house radio and hound, um, simply because I need, I need to let my brain kind of <laughs> unmatch right. itself. Um, what do you call it? But, you know, I'm still there. I'm still working. I'm still going into my studio and my offices and, uh, and doing it, but, um, I'm just not doing above and beyond like I normally do. See, when I work, I work above and beyond. So, you know, when a normal person's work ethic is here, my work ethic is up here. So, you know, if I'm at my regular day, this is somebody's regular day. My regular day is like this, you know what I mean? Is, is, it's a good portion up when I'm working my ass off, I'm up here. You know what I mean? And right. uh, for those of you who are listening, obviously you can't see what I'm, I'm doing, but um, and there's at least a <laughs> He's foot difference. The <laughs> there's at least a foot difference between the two. Uh, but, you know, I, but I work, I work really, really hard. And I'm not saying people don't work hard. Um, right. People, people that are, that are out there, there are people that have great work ethic, but, you know, do it for yourself, be an entrepreneur, go out there and tell me, you know, tell me what the difference is between not knowing where your next check is coming from and knowing where your check is coming from. And then also tell me what feels better working for yourself and making your own money and, and building your own business or working for somebody else, building someone else's business. And when you're done, guess what? You're thrown out to the trash, you know, uh, go retire, or, you know, here it is. And you, you know, <laughs> where's your, where's your, your, uh, uh, where, I guess. Fulfillment. Yeah. Where, where's there's, there's nothing there. You know, where's yeah. your legacy? You know what I mean? This is, I'm building a legacy and that's, that's what I'm doing, you know, for, for not only for myself, for my family, um, for my children, 
Um, you know, I want people to remember me and be like, Hey, you know, that guy, you know, he was a great guy. He worked hard. He did a lot for charity. He did a lot of different things. He did what he wanted to do. He made his mark and, um, you know, and he worked hard and he never, he never slowed down. You know what I mean? That's, that's the kind of person I want to be known as, you know? Um, and that's it, man. Don't judge a book by its cover, bro. You know, I'm a long read. I'm a very long (laughs) read and I'm a good read. 100%. They they talk about entrepreneurship. you know, Ray Dalio calls it the jungle where it, uh, during a moment it's crazy. Uh, but it's an adventure, but it's, it's, it could be intimidating. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's not safe. Um, but at the end, when you, when you get out of the jungle, um, it'll be rewarding. And so, uh, definitely, you know, I I know, I understand some people, Hey, they entrepreneurship may not be for them. They may not want to enter that jungle. Um, and, um, it may not be. It may not be that. Hey, they're they're bad or they don't have a good work. No, but but like you said, leaving a legacy and, and that gratifying feeling of hey, you may have to delay some things and, and grind and put some long hours in and um, on the back end, yeah. you'll be able to build a legacy for for more than yourself. Let me just and let me just clarify. I'm not saying that people that work a nine to five are are lazy or, or whatever. I, don't get me wrong. There are a lot right. of people that are very talented people that are working that, and there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five either. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. I'm not, I'm not anti nine to five. I'm just saying that there are a lot of people that work nine to fives that don't understand my business. Cause your original question was, yeah. you know what I mean? What, what people's yeah. outlook was and, and playing injured and so forth. Their 100%. perception, their perception is that, Oh, well, Rim doesn't do anything. He sits there and yeah. goes and he plays with other celebrities and you know what I mean? And he doesn't have to do anything. You try talking to, to, to people from all over the entertainment spectrum and people keeping people up and going, you know, for, you know, two hours once a week on, on the show, you try, you know, doing, you know, voice work when you're stuck in the, the studio for 16 hours straight using your vocal cords. You know what I mean? You try touring and being away from your family for weeks and months on end. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, they, they yeah. don't understand. They have a preconceived notion. And then they think that you're making buco bucks. Well, yeah, I do. OK. But, you know, not every single you know thing I do is making me a ton of cash. You know what I'm saying? So, 100%. like, you know, people people have just, you know, preconceived, you know, notions of, of what things are and, and how things are. And, and it's sad. It really is, because, you know, first of all, don't mind my wallet. Mind your own wallet. You know what I mean? Don't have <laughs> to mind my pocket. You know, um, I should say pocketbook because it's really all in my wife's pocketbook. I, she gets all the money. Uh, but, you know, but that being said, you know, like, again, you know, I I'm not judging anybody else. Don't judge me and what I do. Yeah. And don't don't have a, a preconceived idea of, you know, what I'm doing or how I'm running business, because I work hard. I work harder than than the average Joe. You know what I mean? And um, and I'm not and it's not all fun and games. You know what I mean? Do I yeah. get to do cool stuff? Yes, but yeah. I, you, but I earned it, Josh. I earned it. I worked my right. ass off to get to that point. Talk you about, yeah. Mean? Talk about that. Cause I think, um, everybody thinks it's sweet, right? It's just sweet. Everything is great. Everything is gravy, but talk about working super hard, but not only just working in the moment, but how long did it take to pay off actually? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been doing this for so long and it was in and out and, and it, and it paid off in different ways over the years in different levels. You know what I'm saying? 
like you're you're when you're in you're in different levels you know what i mean depending on what you're doing where you are in the industry and you yeah. know like when when i was doing the uh the child acting you know i was a lower level but i was there i was doing it you know and then i dipped out i was gone then i came back in and here i am in music and i get to tour i get to meet a lot of people i get to you know i learned learned the business i learned the industry i learned touring i learned guerrilla marketing i learned how to how to really push and promote and make things happen on a shoestring budget without anybody helping you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I learned how to do all this, how to manage, how to supervise, how to, you know, how to book, how to schedule, you know, and, and these are things that I learned from my music days. So, you know, that, you know, put me in, and the fact that I was such a social butterfly, I was involved with a multitude of big names all the time. I also grew up with a lot of the big players. Like I said earlier, you know, I was with, with you know, with, um, I grew up with the, the guys and leaders of the new school and, and what yeah. do you call it? Um, you know, uh, um, what do you call it? Oh my God. Uh, public enemy and, uh, salt and pepper and, and LL cool J and what do you call it? Uh, Houdini and like a whole bunch. I grew up all hip hop, you know what yeah. I mean? So I knew all these cats before I was even into rock and metal. Then when I was into rock and metal, I was, I learned, I met all those people, you know what I mean? So it, it, it just opens up doors, you know what I mean? It opens up different doors. Now you find me backstage at XYZ, I'll be backstage at Black IPs, and then the next time I'll be backstage at GNR, Guns N' Roses, you know what I mean? Or on stage for Poison or whatever the case may be, you know, like that that's another little, you know, yay, you know, but, but that's comes from you know, talking and meeting and becoming friends and being real and authentic because there's a lot of people out there that are doing things, but they're not authentic. They don't want to be your friend. They just want to be with you because you have status. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and, and it's, and that's one of the things you need to watch out for are people that take advantage because there are way more people that take advantage of you that want to be real with you. They want to take advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to such and such event. Can I go too? You know what I mean? Oh, you know so-and-so. Oh, can you hook me up? You know what I mean? No, no, I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no. Do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, I, I help people that don't ask or that do deserve. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where, where you know, um, perfect example, there's a, um, a young lady who does a, a show that I, I thought was great and she didn't ask. And I saw she was struggling a little bit finding good guests. So I got her a few, a few celeb, celeb guests, you know, friends of mine that, you know, fit perfectly in her lane. And I was like, yeah, right. no problem. She's like, Oh my God, what can I do to help? You? I said, I don't need it. Just do your thing. You know what I mean? Because it's called paying it forward. You do things for people that, you know, it's the right thing to do. And, um, you know, if I can help somebody out, make them happy, Awesome. There are a lot of people that aren't like that. They're all about themselves. And that's all they want to do is, is help themselves. Um, then you take a step further. I know we got caught up on that a bit. You know, then I got into pro wrestling. Pro wrestling took me, you know, to here, there, and everywhere. Um, you know, I met a lot of people. I did a lot of things. And then I started doing, you know, the red carpet events in Manhattan a lot more often than I had prior. Um, and that really uh, excelled because I was with people that, um, you know, I wouldn't have been with before. And what's really funny is that throughout my career, I always find myself in places where I'm like, I shouldn't be here. Maybe because I feel like, you know, like I'm just a regular guy, you know what I mean? Right. You know, like, I, you know, I, am I, do I consider myself, you know, somebody of importance? Of course. But at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm a regular guy, you know, like, yes, yeah, celebrity. Cool. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm just like you, you know what I mean? Like if you 100%. came up and spoke to me in a, in a, in a bar, 
or came up to me in a restaurant or I'm like, Hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? You know, I give you a pound and a hug and a handshake. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're good. We're cool. Um, but what do you call it? You know, other people like, Oh no, this is not, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't right. talk to me. Um, but, but, you know, wrestling took me near and far and, and the red carpets took me further, helped me meet other people. And then, you know, I got put in other positions that, uh, you know, I got to meet other, other people that, that allowed me to do other things. And, you know, again, it's all about, you know, um, you know, being out there and, and speaking to people and, um, uh, you know, networking, you know, and, and growing, not just yourself, but your network and your business and your brand. I know what my brand is. I know who I am. I know what, where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. And if I want to do something, I do it and I make it happen. You know what yeah. I mean? And if I fail, guess what, brother? It's good. I'm okay with the failure. Other people might laugh. Oh, he didn't do it. Ha ha ha. Just like you said earlier. But at the end of the day, I don't care because I know that those are the seeds that I plant and help me move 20 steps further. You know what I mean? And succeed right. because failure, failure offers the seeds to success. There 100%. is no, there's no doubt about it. And anybody who thinks otherwise is a fool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and I think school, school taught us that like, you know, Hey, if you fail this test then you fail, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. uh, knowing that in entrepreneurship and in life, the more you fail, like you said, it's the seeds to success. So in every, as seed, long as you learn. Yeah. 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 Got to learn from it. Always learn from it. If you, if you, if you don't learn from it, shame on you. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like that old school saying it's like, you know, screw me, screw me once shame on you. Screw me twice. Shame on me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's the same Like if, when you fail, the whole point of that failure is to sit, figure out what happened, what went wrong. What did you do wrong? What, what could you have done better and then change it up and make it happen. Um, so that's, it's very important for people to not be afraid of failure. Um, and that goes for anything and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think it's important to, to see that, to learn from it and internalize it. You have to fail. I, I, oh, yeah. I would say, I would say that failure has to happen. I would say almost failure is success because yep. you have to fail in order to understand where you need to go next. I, feel, I mean, you've probably, I mean, with, with, you know, starting so many businesses, having a, uh, a talk show on iHeartRadio, all these different things, you've had to have fail. And without those failures, you wouldn't be where you're at. So I love that. I love that mindset. So talk about, and, and I guess a rock, a rock bottom moment that took you to where you are today. That one failure in particular that you remember like, wow, this was a tough time for me. I got through it. And that's the reason why I am who I am today. Well, one of the biggest things that I've had an issue with, and, and I think it's because for a very long time, I was way too trusting. I, I gave too much of myself to other people. Um, and what do you call it? And, and I, I, like I said, I always like to try to bring people up and, and uh, you know, a big problem is, is not anymore. I mean, I've changed dramatically over the years with that. Uh, but, you know, I, I like, I, I had always, thought the best in people. And um, what do you call it? Unfortunately, like I said, there are people that ride your coat feathers, uh, coattails until they're ready to make their move. And um, on a couple of occasions, um, there were, there were people that really did me wrong and really tried to hurt me horribly. Um, And they did, they did, they, they, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
they put me in a bad way. And um, there were a couple of different things that, you know, I'm not necessarily going to discuss it, you know, you know, uh, right. out here. But the, the fact is, is they did they did me wrong um, and it put me in a bad place. And I had to know I, at one at, at the one point. Um, I was so down and I couldn't do anything. And um, it took a lot for me to, to, to grab, grab myself and say, you know what, I need to get myself back together and start doing things again and making myself relevant again and, you know, and, and make it work because, you know, when you put so much heart into something and you invest so much time into so something and people, um, you know, and, 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 um, and they take advantage of you especially when people, you know, you feel like, or you thought that they were family. Um, and again, this happened on a couple of occasions, uh, you know, like it, it hurts that much more, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, you, it, it's, you have to be able to pick yourself up though. Um, I was in a bad way, brother. I was in a bad way for a while. And this was, you're talking about many years ago, but, um, I was in a bad way and I, and I needed to, I needed to take that, that step back. And once I finally said, you know what? I'm going to make this work. I jumped on it and I said, I'm not taking no from anybody. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm sacrificing whatever I need to do. And, um, and that was another mistake because when I did move forward, I did amazing. And I was getting a lot of attention in a positive manner. I was doing what I needed to do, but then I was letting my family slip. You see what I mean? Uh, so I was, I was giving, so yeah, so it was down. I, I was up here, you know, real high. And then I like shot down. You remember I told you peaks and valleys shot down with the, the issue that, that had, uh, happened with, with these, uh, these people that just were disgusting. Um, and then what do you call it? I shot all the way back up and went higher, higher than because I was proving a point, you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I'm not going to be put down. I'm not going to be stepped on. I'm going to make sure that I'm out there and I'm bigger, bigger, better, and badder than ever before. And, and I was so consumed with it that I started letting my family know down because I was not around. I was too busy. I didn't care if I was going to, rather than staying home and watching a movie, I'd be too busy saying, I'm, I got to go do six red carpets in Manhattan. You know what I mean? Right. And, and do, right. you know, as many interviews as I can. So, you see what I mean? So yeah. like, so, so I started kind of hurting myself there. And for me, I do it all for my family. So, you know what I mean? And I lost sight of that for a hot minute. I was doing it more for myself rather than my family at that moment in time. And I realized, and I said, this is not what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for my family and to leave a legacy. So I had to get myself in gear. I, I fixed myself again, took a small couple of steps back and then, you know, figured out the way I could kind of move forward again. And that's when I took my next step. And that step excelled me to where I am and, and further at this point. So, mm -hmm. you know, like every, every, every roadblock, there's another road. And if there's not a road, you build that path and build that road. You know what I mean? There's a, if there's no bridge and you need to get to the other side, you build that bridge. You know what I mean? You make it happen. And on the other, on the flip side, there are also bridges that are meant to be burnt. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Some people say yeah. don't burn bridges. I do agree with that. However, every so often there's a bridge that does need to get burned. It's not right for you. And you need to know this, um, you know, whether that's in, in personal, your personal life, whether it's in business, whether it's in entertainment, even family at some points, you need to know who is bringing you down. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, you know, and, and I learned a lot. So hopefully that gives you a good spread of, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah 
a good response to your answer. No, no, 100%. I think uh, a lot of blessings are disguised as pain or mm. adversity, right? So oh, yeah. when, when you lose friends or people that are family and you lose them and it hurts, it, it often is actually a blessing so that you can go even further. Like you, like oh, you yeah. said, hey, you went even further when you lost you know, those people who you thought were family and uh, it was a blessing in a way. Now, you know, hey, then you learn the next lesson of, of you know, being around, you know, making sure you prioritize your family. So it's often these things of, hey, this is a level that I got to and this is the furthest level I can get to. Some pain happens and I'm able to break through that level. Pain right. happens. I'm able to break through that level. So uh, I love that. I love that. I love that. So winding down, where, where can people find you at, man? I, I want people to, to be able to find you, to follow you, because you're, you're an interesting person, not just because of who you are and what you do, but um, the, the generosity, the, the genuine person you are, the authenticity. I think people can follow you and um, start to gain a little bit more confidence in themselves to be who they want to be. So we'd love to, love to learn where people can follow you and find you at. Oh, you're the best, Josh. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, everybody can find me at therealbrimstone.com. That's my uh, official website. So um, there you can find everything about me almost. And, um, and, and again, I do not write on any other, on, on anything other than my official website and my official social media accounts, um, which you can find on my website. And that's it. Um, what do you call it? also, I'm very, very heavy on Instagram at the real brimstone. If, you know, if you follow me there, if you engage with me, I will engage with you. I love to hear from people. I love to sit and chat as long as you're respectful. Um, I love when people engage on the photos and, and talk and, you know, if you have questions, you, you're having a hard time, you, you know, you need a, uh, you're, you're doing something in entertainment or a business and you have an, an issue and you, you know, you need some advice, you know, drop me a line, you know, DM me and, and, uh, you know, if I have an opportunity, I'll, I'll de- I will definitely get back to you, but, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, sometimes it takes a little bit longer based on my, my crazy schedule. But, um, you know, I, I definitely love to hear from the people and, and I never, I never stopped, you know what I mean? Caring about, about other human beings. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that, that, um, is different, you know, about me than, than other people that are in my position is that, you know, I didn't forget where I came from, man. I, and I, and I know that people, sometimes they need help and, and, who am I to hold that information in and, and not be able yeah. to help other people and mentor other people? You know, I've, I've, I've mentored, you know, on for score, um, which is, which is big, you know, small business association. And I had to take a step back from that because once I went on, I got an abundance of people that, that wanted me to mentor them. And I just don't have the time. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? I'm also doing something with a new app called wisdom, um, which that yeah. it hasn't, it hasn't launched yet, but they, they want me to do that. Um, you know, and I do stuff here and there on, um, uh, what is it called? Um, oh my God, clubhouse. So I do that at real brimstone on that. If you want to follow me there, but you know, again, Instagram, it's verified, you know, it's me. Um, what do you call it? I, you know, you want to hit me up there. Uh, but I love to hear from you, but definitely engage on posts. I will write back. It's me. It's not my wife. It's not my intern. It's not my assistant. It's always me. Um, and, and that's it, man. You know, the real brimstone.com find everything I do. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you, man. And, and, and I love before we got on, and I guess I could share this. Um, you know, you, you say, Hey, I come on podcast to keep my, my chops wet to continue to stay, 
you know, stay ready. You, you don't, you're not just sitting down and, and letting the things come to you. You want to be able to attack it when the opportunity comes uh, for you to do some things you want to be ready for. And so yeah. I just think that's a great mindset to have. And I, and I admire that to, to just continue to do things, stay ready, stay loose. Don't, don't, don't sit down. Because, uh, yeah. you know, opportunities come and you just never know when it's going to come and you have to be ready for it. So I love that. And you meet such good people, you know, like yeah. we would have never met had we not done this today. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. such a good cat. You know what I mean? Now, next time I'm in Chi-Town, I got to come visit, say what's up. We got to yeah. get some delicious pizza, get some Mr. Beef and Cheese. Some beefs. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Get some stuff and things. What do you call it? Or you come out to New York, we hook up. You know, it's it's that's what it's about. It's about, you know, everybody working together. You build out your network and, you know, and and your network becomes your net worth, you know. And, yeah. and the fact is, is you can't ever have too many friends. You know what I mean? That's that's how it yeah. is. People are like, oh, I don't need to know. No, I, I like to know as many people as humanly possible. I love to go and, and be on tour and come into a neighborhood and be like, Hey, I'm here. And everybody wants to come out and Hey, what are we doing? Let's, you know, and then you feel like you're at home. You don't feel like yeah. you're away, you know? Yeah. So honor and a privilege coming on today, brother. I, I, I hope I did a good job for you. Oh, you did a great job. And I appreciate you. This would be uh, a lot of value added in a different way from a different person. And uh, I think people need to hear that. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So happy. Our brand design and strategy is by Tessa at fivefootstudios.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at fivefootstudios. Our music is by Lakey Inspired. Go ahead, subscribe so that you never miss an episode and click the five stars to give us a rating. And most importantly, 